welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on Life Mastery, the machine inside me. Well, today I have another very special guest. This one I have been so looking forward to having on the show She has a long list of credentials, so I don't want to waste any time in getting to her, but I really think that you're going to enjoy what she has to share with us today. We are going to definitely focus on trauma, the effects of trauma, and how to deal with that. And she is very qualified to do so. She's an award-winning author, uh, national speaker. She also deals with post-traumatic stress disorder in her writing, as well as many services that she provides both for MSN.com's caregiving affiliate, Caring.com, the Internet's most frequently visited resource for individuals caring for aging parents. She's also the co-founder of PTSDperspectives.org, a consulting service that provides CEUs on post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as providing perspectives on mental health issues in professional community, as well as faith settings. She has written, I believe, over 40 books, and she'll correct me if I'm wrong on that, but she's written a lot. In fact, uh, Christie Award-winning author of eight of those books, co-writer ghost uh, slash ghost of numerous other books, co-writer with a New York Times bestseller, Mayo Clinic Physicians, Pulitzer Prize finalist, as well as some of the nation's top leaders. She's been the managing editor for Zondervan Bible Projects, freelance editor for numerous publishers, major contributor to Zondervan's NIV Stewardship Study Bible, a consultant on post-traumatic stress disorder, providing services to hospitals, medical and mental health clinics, colleges, universities, prisons, law enforcement agencies, and actually that's not even the end of the list. Uh, I'm very honored to have her on the show today because she did endorse my book, The Machine Inside Me, which has kind of been the bookends of this series. And uh, she is an, a certified trauma support coach, ITRCTSC. Uh, another quick mention, she was a teacher of the year, awarded <laughs> by Walmart. And uh, so, I mean, I could honestly go on and on about Shelly Beach, uh, but she is going to be well worth your time today. We are going to give her a little extra time at the microphone because of the value that I believe she's going to bring. So welcome, Shelly Beach. So thrilled to have you today. Well, it's wonderful to be with you, Michelle, and um, I I wish that I still look back in Michigan so we could hang out together more. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, we already talked about having some virtual coffee soon, so I'll look forward to that. <laughs> well, well, it's just a it's a it's a pleasure to have this opportunity to talk to people. Um, I um I came uh, to the topic of of trauma and PTSD. Um, I, well, you can you can kind of tell from from my biography that I have I have a lot of interests in a lot of things, and um, pretty much the core of, of of my being is is caring for people, and um, and that's taken me in a multiplicity of directions, and um, and over the course of the years, um, 
I, I came to look at, at PTSD because of issues within my family. Um, I was uh, assaulted by a serial rapist when I was 19. Oh, so wow. that was not an issue that was, um, well, it was an issue that was very um, much known to me personally. And, um, and then other family members also were touched by the issue of, of trauma, and I began investigating that um, as um, a possibility for, for treatment for family members and, uh, and for myself. And, um, and then I, I, I got great information from a fellow, a fellow writer um, that her name is Jolene Philo. I don't know if you've come across Jolene's work or not. I have, but have seen her work, yes. Yes, you have. She does. She does a lot on trauma as well, and and a lot on trauma for children. And um, I got a lot of information about a, a a trauma treatment organization called Intensive Trauma Resolution that she had a, a family member who'd been treated there um, in a one week uh, outpatient treatment, and uh, it was some. It was a, a family member who had been treated with almost every other form of trauma treatment and um he was um uh, helped with it with with a five days a five day um it was a you know you you went for um an eight hour day every day for one week and that absolutely totally revolutionized his life that's incredible when i heard about that after knowing that he had been treated from um, from the time that he was a child up until the time that he was in his mid-twenties, um, I knew that this was something I had to explore more. And when when I met um, our mutual friend, um, Wanda Sanchez, and I speak with her permission, um, when I met Wanda, she was deeply, deeply rooted in trauma and PTSD. And I actually had never, never physically laid eyes on her, but I knew from speaking to her and from her story that she had, um, she not only had PTSD, she had CPTSD, which was a, a very serious, multifaceted. Yeah, chronic. PTSD, yeah. very chronic, yeah, form of PTSD. Mm-hmm. And I told her she needed to go for treatment. And um, I flew across the country and, um, and, she came back to Michigan, and uh, she went for a treatment that um, really radically changed her life as well. She went to um, intensive trauma resolution. At that at that time, they had a um, they had a physical um, you know a physical space. Uh, since then, they have begun training therapists um, who uh, work all across the country. Mm-hmm. And their primary focus now is training therapists in their modality because oh. it's a more effective way. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. And that's what I'm trained in. I love um, it. And so it is, it works in a very, very, um, a very, very specific way on the brain. And it very much kind of mirrors what you do in in your book, uh, you know, uh, the, the um, machine inside machine me. Inside me. <laughs> that's and, awesome. Uh, it's it's very similar because when when we um, when trauma occurs inside the brain, usually the left and the right sides of our brain are working together in in the everyday 
you know, processing of information as we're going about our day. But when trauma occurs, um, the brain shuts down because there's a chemical and hormonal wash that, that goes over the brain. And at that point in time, the right and left sides of the brain stop functioning together and doing their work in coordination as they normally do. And the right and left sides are no longer talking to each other. And so what happens is the traumatic traumatic event gets stored only in the right side of the brain. And in the right side of the brain, primarily, this is oversimplification, but primarily we have our, our senses, we have our sensory you know, memories, our smell and our, and our, our our visual, you know, memory, things that we, you know, little clips of things that we would see. And, um, and, uh, we have, you know, it's, it's visual and it's sensual and it's emotional. Right. But timeline is on the left side of the brain. And so we're not able to keep put anything in sequence. And we have, in order to file something in memory, the right and left side of the brain have to be working in coordination because we have to put something in a sequence. We have to know if it's in the now or we have to know if it's in the past. The left side of the brain um, is where we are able to put something in the past. And the right side of the brain is always now. And so until we can get the left and right side of the brain um, coordinated again and and communicating again together and can get that experience. Um, so it, for me, it was a was a, a sexual assault. Unless we could get that that story told and and tell it with the left and side left and right side of the brain cooperating to tell the story, it's never going to actually get put in memory so that was the form of of trauma treatment that we went for that so quickly was able to resolve the trauma for um for those who who go because it um it and i know that in your book you you talk about the importance of writing oh yeah definitely and, mm-hmm. and they use a very they use a very precise approach to writing that coordinates the right and left side of the brain. It's it is writing, and it's also very um, a very specified kind of writing that uses um, various colors and various uses of the right and the left hand that get the right and left side of the brain um, going together. They use um, uh, videography. They they use storytelling. They use multiple. Um, modalities that access both sides of the brain and you bring a lot of those factors to play in the book that um, are also utilizing those same those same issues and you don't bring it together necessarily in the same therapeutic order that they do but I see many of those things reflected reflected in your book um, so um, it was especially exciting for me to be able to endorse the book because you're talking about reframing and rewiring and that's exactly what is happening in this particular trauma therapy treatment is the story is being reframed and it's being rewired 
as it's being um, retold in a, in a therapeutic setting, and it's uh, you're you're not retelling the story a different way. Um, you're not, but um, but you are able to look at it from uh, a different point of view as you're going through this therapy process, and it's it's highly highly effective. So um, that that um, that experience of going to Wanda with Wanda to that to watch her change day after day, like after <laughs> after forty or forty five years of her not sleeping, mm. ever sleeping through the night. Yeah. And on day three of treatment she slept through the night. That's phenomenal. And then other behaviors that were just ingrained in her um her uh, she had anger and rage issues and she wasn't even noticing that mm. we were in we were in traffic in a traffic jam where she normally would have you know been getting out of the car and trying to move them the cars herself um where she was just commenting on the uh you know the shops along the street and mm-hmm. i thought what has happened to you Um, I was, I was seeing all kinds of behaviors just clicking, 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 um, day after day. So, um, the, uh, the reframing and, and, uh, rewiring does absolutely work. And, um, there are different ways to accomplish it. Um, and I know you probably weren't necessarily writing a book that was being applied to trauma therapy, but yes, it, it does definitely con- contribute to that. And, um, it, it had plays a, a major role and probably a lot of the people who, um, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of people that you perhaps meet who approach you, come to you for it, come to you to, um, to find, um, help for the uh, consultation that you provide uh, we all have we all have trauma in our past oh yeah and people have no idea how trauma is any event that overwhelms the brain yes and our brain just kicks out and says out of here so um we we all have these experiences in our life yep Um, whether it's caregiving whether it's um you know, uh, a, a childhood, um, a childhood surgery, or being born by a, in a traumatic childbirth situation, or it being uh, a mother who had a traumatic yeah. birth experience, giving birth to children. Right. Um, we discount a lot of things that are are hugely traumatic in life, and tend to relegate just to. Uh, military experiences or hostage situations or you know armed robberies or things like that you're so right I I think um, people tend to just kind of push it away and and pretend like it's not important but yet if it's dealt with it can be a life-changing experience for so many people I'm curious though um, in our last five minutes here together what advice could you offer young people who are feeling overwhelmed and then the second part of my question is what would you recommend parents do for their children who are struggling in today's society? Well, I think to become more trauma trauma informed is one of the most important things you can do. To read on the subject, to um, to know basic what the basic um, 
signs of PTSD are, what the what the um, what the symptoms would be for for children, um, and what the what the triggers would be if, if someone has them. For instance, um, I had a I had a huge um, aversion. It, loud sounds in an instant caused me to jump. I had a I had a gunman hold a gun to my head, and um, so, so any any kind of loud loud banging noise would make me jump um but um there are you know the symptoms you know in children can be that they're passive or they're withdrawn or they're aggressive or they're over compliant or they're perfectionistic or they're easily enraged or they're moody or they're anxious or they're distracted um and often children are misdiagnosed they're being told they're you're being told they have ADHD or they have learning problems or um, they have a oppositional disorder or they're struggling with depression. But if they had early childhood surgeries or if you were very sick when you were pregnant with them or if there was a lot of stress in your home when you were pregnant or one of the first questions I ask people was whether or not the pregnancy was a stressful pregnancy or um, if children had surgery early in life. Those things um, early, especially pre-verbal, yeah. pre-ver- pre-verbal medical um, issues can cause trauma, PTSD in children. Um, to have awareness of, of those kinds of things, to know what the symptoms look like, um, and then to learn grounding techniques to help, you know, to help ease people when they're, um, when they have, um, triggers to know how to interact with them and help ground them and help, you know, that, that term basically means bring them back to the here and now. Yeah. Help them feel safe. Right. Put the rug back under their feet. (laughs) Yes, that's a good way to put it. That's awesome. So, so if, if if you're if you're a parent or you know a parent, um, and they have a child who's struggling, say with a lot of anxiety, just say from the last two years of craziness in our world today, what advice would you give that parent? Well, I I would always encourage them to find to find someone who not just not a counselor, but someone who specializes in PTSD and have a conversation with them and maybe have that child evaluated to see whether or not um, there's a need for um, treatment or whether or not there are just some things that they can do themselves as a parent. Um, I know uh, a family, that an entire family that just went through trauma treatment mm-hmm. um, as a family unit because it was a family it was a family-wide issue that awesome, needed to yeah. be dealt with. Um, but sometimes things are as simple as parents being able to work with yeah. their own children, providing them reassurances and and um, simple interventions at home, knowing how to ground them, yeah. um, knowing, knowing what the cause was so that they can um, do some art therapy with them and sometimes there are other kinds of therapies that would mm-hmm. um, be able to done through be done with art and music and it depends on the level of the need for the child and that's um, 
you know, um, individual to each situation. So yeah. try to get them assessed if you can. That's that's great advice. Very, very good advice. And I, you know, I would echo that. And, and you know, um, you mentioned Wanda Sanchez. I had the distinct pleasure of, of interviewing her as well. She offered some great nuggets and um, I could really parallel what both of you said together. And I think, you know, if, if listeners would go back and, and check out both interviews, they could probably gain a lot. But I, like you, uh, Shelley, I, I have a big, big heart for people. And that's my whole purpose and intent to not only the podcast, but it, of the writing of the book. And I, yeah. Yes. And if they go to the website of it in, in Instinctual Trauma, Re, Instinctual Trauma Resolution or ITR, mm-hmm. um, or Help for Trauma, yes. either of those, they can find tons and tons of information and videos and all kinds of information there and um, free resources that they can get there. And even, there's even, there are free um, courses that they can take. Awesome. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is how, how can people find you? <laughs> so it sounds like uh, we're definitely on the same wavelength here in a lot of ways. I think that's marvelous and I hope they do go to your site. Uh, I think there's probably a lot that I could go check out on your site. So once again, share that, that site with us. My, my site is ShellyBeachOnline.com. Oh, okay. So the trauma okay. site is not your site. No, the trauma site's not my okay. site. Okay. All right. Well, either way, I think they're both great sites. So go to ShellyBeach.com, right? ShellyBeachOnline.com. Online.com. Okay. Yep. And yep. is there any specific book of yours that you want to recommend today? Um, uh, Love Letters from the Edge okay. is one that Wanda and I wrote having to do with PTSD. Awesome. Okay. So Love Letters from the Edge. I can be on Amazon, right? Yes. Okay. Terrific. Well, again, thank you for your time today, Shelley. It's been an honor and a joy. Um, probably some of the best 22 minutes that I've spent in my podcast history. And uh, so I will be sending this out. I hope you'll share it as well. And I truly wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for listening today. I know this was extra long. Please share this with somebody it may benefit. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire. Keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining us.